Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Do you give so much to others that you're left feeling drained? Is it hard for you to engage in consistent self-care practices? The past couple of years have been heavy for us all. Many of us are feeling stretched thin. I am offering you a one-hour-long webinar on October 5th from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern called Holistic Self-Care Boundaries for Therapists. In this webinar, you'll gain tools on how to set emotional, physical, and energetic boundaries. You will learn some invaluable hands-on skills to help fill yourself up and stay grounded so you can boost your overall wellness and show up as your best self for your clients. Need to put yourself first? Go to holisticcounselingpodcast.com forward slash holistic dash webinars forward slash. Can't make that date? A recording will be available for you. See you then. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. We are moving on to the end of summer where I am in North Carolina. I hope you are having a great week. I know mine's been highly stressful, but I'm doing what I can to manage that energy and to release that stress. But I have an amazing guest for you today. She is a shaman, angelic light and Reiki master. Amanda at CrystallineLightBody.com has been in alternative medicine professionally since 2006 with the intention to align mind, body, and soul to prepare us for these times. She is thankful to merge psychic abilities with education of anatomy and physiology, energy and frequency healing, and studying quantum physics and the laws of the universe, merging science and spirituality as it was originally meant to be. A fun fact about her, she used to be a professional ballerina, which sounds awesome. Welcome to the podcast, Amanda. Thank you so much. I give gratitude for you hosting this podcast that allows to assist others. Great. So before we get into this, so you were a ballerina? I was. (laughs) That's so cool. And you know, it actually taught me a lot about energy without realizing it at the time. Oh, really? How so? Your hands go above your head. Yeah. You are clearing your auric field. (laughs) That's why you will go so awesome. Yes. And then motion as well. You know, uh, energy does need to be moved, you know, Um, although it's a very competitive environment, it is a sport. Um, (laughs) You know, it it should be looked at as a sport. It's extremely athletic. And it is an art form too. So um, I would love to see more arts in education and, you know, more private studios, you know, that are affordable for parents to do that for their children. Yeah. So can you share a little bit more about yourself and your work? Absolutely. As a shaman, I connect the etheric, the spheric realm with the physical realm, which is what we're living in our human dense bodies here. And with that, I'm able to see past lives. I'm able to see the future, different timelines uh, for that person, as well as using the energy of angelic light and Reiki as other tools to clear 
higher dense energy and bring in high frequencies of light. High frequencies of light are going to be God's source energy, angelic frequencies, benevolent galactic frequencies of light. Wow, that's so cool. Such a merge of different things. Absolutely. Each ray of light is going to be connected to a angel, ascended master, or a galactic being that uses that ray of light. So I use high frequency rays of light to connect people to their higher self and to clear any shadow energy, any dense feelings, thoughts, or emotions out of their auric field, which is going to reside in the body. All pain is going to reside in the, in the uh, auric field, as science calls that, the biofield. Everything will present in the biofield before it presents in a physical symptom. So if someone's got shoulder pain, well, they weren't feeling supported or they're not supporting themselves. And that's their spirit giving them that message that, hey, this energy is getting stagnant here pay attention. Our spirit gives us so many messages through our body, but if we're not mindful, we'll ignore it. And then that can really increase some health issues, which is not what anybody is looking for. So people tend to just ignore it, push it aside, not listen. And then that accelerates into something else. Exactly. And then, you know, before long, they're in the doctor's office and wanting a prescription. Um, or seeking out alternative therapy like yourself and myself. Right. How else do you merge science and spirituality? Because that was fascinating to me in your intro. Oh, absolutely. Well, in the beginning of time. Wow, we're going back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because... Really, you know, the beginning of time to limit the consciousness of humanity was to divide and conquer. Well, we see this all the time now, don't we, in groups of people. Divide and conquering limits consciousness as well as it creates anger and judgment against other groups of people. We do not consent to that. That is a psychic attack energy. You know, this planet and why we incarnated here is because of the spiritual warfare happening on this planet that wasn't intended for that. So we all incarnated here to assist humanity and assist the planet as well as the multiverse with that. So a lot of religions and science and education and spirituality have all been compartmentalized. And you must go to this corner to look at this, and you must go to another corner to look at this. That simply isn't the truth. And the truth is it all merges together. Isn't it all interconnected? (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. So we are going to see in the future that science come available of why science and spirituality was disconnected, why religion was disconnected from spirituality. You know, everything comes back to limit the consciousness of humanity. If you suppress the consciousness of humanity, they can't awaken and remember why they incarnated here. It keeps them in a cycle that can be seen more karmic for some people, or it can repeat energy of bad things happening to someone. And they're wondering, how come I can't get out of this cycle? 
right? But they're yeah. not wanting to connect to the light within them, or they're they're reading that science says astral traveling isn't real, even though it is. And actually, the government's finally released that documentation on the CIA's website. Are you serious? Yes. And how, you know, we live in a holographic reality and the brain is holographic. This is all true facts. And unfortunately, you do have religions and governments from the very beginning of time that has tried to limit this knowledge. And it's just progressed. Now we're in a different era of time and people are awakening to what they thought was true wasn't true. And how Mm. about let's connect into meditation or let me connect into myself and see what my spirit is guiding me to do. Your spirit, our spirits are connected already to God's source energy. How somebody wants to define that is their path, right? So we are electromagnetic beings. This earth is electromagnetic. And that is really merging science and spirituality right there in that aspect of our electrons. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And you can look at the core of this planet and it just has so much symbolism to the anatomy of our bodies. We are made from water. There's water all over this planet. So to ignore science and spirituality merge is, is allowing someone to limit their divinity allowing someone to limit their consciousness. We're here to expand our consciousness and activate our multidimensional gifts because we are multidimensional. We shouldn't be limited to one view. So it sounds like it's it's opening up your mind to lots of different, there's different parts and it's not all separate parts. It's all connected somehow. Absolutely. And mind, body, spirit. So many people in Western medicine want to treat a symptom instead of the root cause. And in alternative medicine that I've been in since 2006, everything is what was the root of that symptom, right? Was it an emotion, a feeling? 10 out of 10 times, something has happened to that person, which created a thyroid issue. And then they're seeking that medication for that thyroid issue when really they need to feel safe to live. They need to feel safe in their bodies. They need to feel seen, heard, and appreciated, right? So connecting them to that energy will allow them to heal that themselves. We have the power to heal ourselves. But if someone doesn't think they have the availability to do so, they're disempowering themselves and creating a lower vibration timeline for them. So we are more powerful than we think. Absolutely. We are all so powerful. And it is time that we rise in grace and are empowered. Yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm, and not, not be shut down. It sounds like with science sometimes too, that kind of shut down if you just come from the science viewpoint of things and Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of scientists that um, have been trained just to look at the textbook of what they've been taught and not looking at quantum physics, quantum mechanics, or looking at the body, the anatomy and physiology of the body and how it relates to mind, body, spirit, misalignments that come up for people. How does energy get stagnant? Because I know you mentioned that was something that you can talk about. Absolutely. Energy gets stagnant with negative thoughts 
feelings and emotions. Also, I want to talk about uh, collective energy. If the collective energy out there is angry, (laughs) that's going to make a person who just rode by 10 angry people feel the energy that wasn't as happy because everything is energy. So it's very important that people realize not only do your thoughts and feelings matter, but those that you're around you pick up their energy too. Our auric field is pretty big off of our body. And the Heart Math Institute has documented, you know, the distance from our heart all the way out to our auric field, the biofield as science calls it. And it's pretty large. So if we're in the grocery store, we're in people's auric fields and they're in ours. So it's very important that Any stagnant energy that we feel that isn't ours, we clear. And what is happening within us that we clear. Stagnant energy will build up if a person isn't mindful of um, the vibrations around them or their thoughts and feelings. A person thinking negatively on themselves is going to be so harmful. A person picking up the paradigm that someone else told them about them out of anger. People get triggered and they say things out of anger. That person who heard that might really think that about themselves that that person said, which is not true. That person's acting out of of an emotion of a trigger response. And that energy comes at another person like a psychic attack. At that point, a person's got to discern. That's really not the truth. I'm not that. I'm really a nice person. So it's important that people don't pick up the paradigms of other people. That's really especially hard for a lot when of they're triggered. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just know that when a person is mad, they're not speaking the truth of you. They're speaking from an angry standpoint. And um, you know, a lot of other energies can interact. Isn't it with the truth that. of them? Exactly. Where they are and how they're presenting in the world. Exactly. And that's known as projecting. Right. And so we don't need to pick up other people's projections because I've seen a lot of beautiful people get depressed or anxious based on someone else being triggered and then psychic attacking that person. We do not consent to that. And please, listeners, do not consent to that. You can always have another conversation with a person when they're not angry. But having a conversation, especially an emotional one, is never good when one person is angry. They're not going to hear your valid, important points. And then we really can't hear that person's valid, important point either because They've got something going on that they're triggered by that they need to be seen and heard too, but that does not need to be lashed out at other people. That's why they say too, if you're angry to be able to take a break, because otherwise it's not going to get anywhere. Nothing positive comes of that. Absolutely. It is. It's okay to say, I need a timeout because that's important for your energy because that will really stagnate and stifle. Anger does such a number to the body. It takes... 30 seconds in anger to weaken the immune system through the thymus gland. It takes a minute of laughter to increase the immunity in the thymus gland. So that's very important that people need to realize our vibration will either stagnate our energy or it will increase our energy. 
So uh, negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions, let them go. If you have a hard time letting them go, Chris is available, I'm available, and there are beautiful healing practitioners out there that know exactly how to clear energy and bring light back in. And it is very important when someone clears energy that they bring light back in. Even as practitioners, I've seen some practitioners out there that will clear energy and not fill back in with light. If somebody's clearing guilt or shame, put acceptance back on yourself. Put forgiveness back on yourself. Say, I I choose to clear guilt as it does not serve me any longer. I'm now forgiving myself and allowing acceptance. Or I am now forgiving that person and allowing acceptance of them. Souls are free will. They are going to do what they want to do. And our human aspect wants to get caught up on what other people are doing. Guess what? It is their path. We can lead and guide, but the rest is on them. You can lead the horse to water, but the horse has to be ready to drink the water. So it's important that people let go of expectation of others who aren't at your vibration or aren't at your level. Can I just stop you for a second? Yeah. The the vibration, because I know some listeners may not be understanding what you're talking about. So what is uh, vibration? What does that mean? Higher or lower vibration? Okay. Yep, absolutely. Every emotion registers at a frequency. What frequency is it vibrating at? And so love, joy, enlightenment is peace. Those are high vibrations, high frequencies. Lower vibrations is sadness, grief, anger, anxiety, depression, shame, blame, fear, doubts, and worry. Those lower vibrations are what stagnate in the auric field, the biofield as science calls it. Each chakra of the body is an energy center. Each energy center is connected to a color. Each color has a vibration (laughs) that along works with angels. They are all at a ray of light and they come in with a certain color and that color always aligns to that chakra. Oh, it does. I didn't know that. It is beautiful. If people can expand their consciousness... We do not live in a one-dimensional planet. As the frequencies increase of light with these times that we're going through right now through ascension, they can see the veil of amnesia lifting, allowing them to see glitches in the matrix, allowing them to oh, wow, did I just see a ray of light? Did I just see an angel out the corner of my eye? Or them wake up to a dream of a beautiful world that we're coming into or a spirit guide that they just met, right? People are going to run into situations as they increase their vibration and they're going to see this for themselves and the proof is in that plenty. Right. Well, how can people raise their vibration? Gratitude. Wake up every day and be grateful for your life because you are here with trauma, depression, and anxiety that is so prevalent right now. People want to think about everything that's wrong. And uh, and trust me, I've done it before. Everything that I'm saying, I've either done, experienced, right. or educated myself. I think in. we all have. Exactly. And so it's really important that 
we wake up and not think about what's wrong. We give that gratitude of our, our life, of uh, whatever is going good for you. And then have hope that it's going to continue to go well for one. If it doesn't, fear and doubt is the biggest, biggest shocks to the auric field in lowering the vibration. It is such a reaction um, that lowers it. It's such a rapid rate. Simple things of waking up to gratitude is just so incredible. On a lunch break, move your bodies. If, if people have been sitting at a computer working, my job's physical. I'm up all day, so I might want to sit down. So do opposite of what you're doing that day. If a person has been stagnant, they need to move the body. That's going to move energy. If a person's been standing all day, they might want to lay down and elevate their feet. Get the circulation going all through the body. Take a second, connect, you know, and tell your body, it's okay to relax now. I'm off of work. Sometimes we have to talk to ourselves. And let me tell you, I'm our cells you are listening. Our cells yeah. listen to everything we think, feel, and speak. It's very important that we speak positively of ourselves. The minute that someone wants to say something negative, about themselves or someone else, say, oh, let me reframe and let me redirect. And you can redirect that energy just so fast and it will keep that vibration from being in the middle to going up instead of wanting to rapidly go down in vibration. So gratitude, moving your body, giving your body rest if you need it in that moment. Journaling is so good. Connecting to yourself. So many people don't connect to their spirit. You can ask your spirit, what do I need right now? Love and it. in a few minutes, your spirit's going to say, you might need water. You might need a walk. You might need a salt bath. You might need to meditate. You might need to break out some crystals or you might need to cook dinner or go work right. in the garden. But then we got to be open to listen to that, don't we? We have to trust our intuition. And it, it can be harder for people to trust the intuition if they're at a lower vibration. Okay. So raising your vibration, one gives discernment. It gives discernment on what's good for your energy and what's not good for your energy. It's very important to know what's good for us and what's not good for us. That friend that's good for us and, and, and that's not good for us, right? So that we can balance giving and receiving as well as protecting our energy. A lot of people don't realize we need to protect our energy. Especially mental health therapists who are listeners. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. So we you know, must protect our our energy and know what we need, knowing that if the schedule's getting filled with clients, that you know that, okay, I need to start scheduling out my breaks. You know, pay attention, be mindful for of that because balance is so important right now. And the planet is activating to original divine blueprints and so is our bodies. And because of that, our bodies need balance right now. So checking in with our higher selves to see where can I provide that balance is going to be a major key in helping people day to day. And the energy, as the energy increases with solar flares, it's high frequency. For me, I am, you know, I feel on top of the world. For some people who are at a lower vibration, that's going to give them a lot of anxiety or make them not feel stable. So grounding 
bare feet in nature, connecting to the core of this planet, allowing our electromagnetic bodies to calm down in nature provides us so much benefit, especially if someone's had a client and what they heard was really intense. Go outside for a second or at the end of the day, go outside, put your feet in the grass and allow that energy to flow off of your body in into the ground, which can handle it and um, allow yourself to recharge your current of energy, which runs like an electrical system. So it's really important to protect, balance, and, you know, give gratitude and creating joy. And some people are like, I don't know what that looks like. What brings you happiness? If a person doesn't know that answer, they really need to connect to their True. their higher self. Their spirit's really wanting to connect to that. Isn't that a process of discovery too? It's like trying different things, figuring out what does bring me joy. And you never know what you're going to find. And that should be fun. Exactly. That Absolutely. should be the fun part of the journey because healing and transformation can be the harder aspect of it. So the spiritual journey of that expansion is what's fun of that journey, creating that for yourselves instead of disempowering, thinking there's nothing out there for you. There is something for you and there is a person for you and there is a friend soul group for you. But the paradigm that it can't happen will block that from being received and then it stagnates that energy center of that chakra. And then from there, creative blocks happen. And then a person feels stuck. Right. How do you protect your energy? You know, I protect my energy in various ways. I use a cloaking bubble technique that is taught in, uh, you know, shamanic training. So it's important to bubble uh, an egg. You know, if you look at the shape of an egg, that is kind of the cosmic egg and the shape, kind of the auric field. It is much bigger than that egg. But when a person is bubbling their energy, you want to go above your head and below your feet. Because long ago, reptilians came to this planet, you know, just creating a lot of problems for humanity. And they were told that if they went into the subterrain underground, that they were okay to be here. Well, these are consciousness, high consciousness, not high frequency, but a consciousness that knows how to psychic attack without having to be beside you. So these entities will psychic attack from the subterrain of this planet. And it's very important that we bubble our aura below our feet too. You don't want to just cover a bubble and stop at your feet. You want to go below the feet, really getting that earth star chakra of ours within that. Spirits and humans, I should say, you know, spirits that aren't angelic, but not quite um, extraterrestrial, who've passed away, but not quite crossed over. They're not working at that level down below. They're working um, in the same type of realm but it is not below the feet. So when I say bubble below the feet, I, I am talking about Archon Reptilians, which are the reason why we incarnated here because the rituals they were doing uh, against humanity, which we do not consent to, which is why all of you brave, beautiful souls 
chose to incarnate here to anchor the light within you, to anchor the light on this planet, awakening and remembering others to this truth, the truth of our divinity and the truth of what's been happening on this planet. And in the past couple of years, People have seen the spiritual war um, heightened. Um, They've really been able to see that or experience it. You know, thank you guys for your bravery. And um, thank you for being here because your soul knew before you incarnated here that it was showtime. Showtime to raise the vibration in your own unique way. And that's what we're here doing. And I'm just here to spark remembrance of that and give energy teachings of that. And when you mentioned the egg bubble, so is it, because I know of some shielding practices I've learned, is that similar, just picturing the egg, like a shield covering you from above your head to below and... Absolutely. And setting the intention. Intention is powerful. You know, I shield my energy with a bubble that only light can be received. Not only because of the energy work that I do and, you know, uh, the entities I can come across, I bubble my bubble in another shield. And this shield looks more of what a helmet from ancient Greece would look like, (laughs) you know? Um, So you have the availability to cloak it in a uh, invisibility, a cloud technique, or just stating the intention. I um, shield my aura in invisibility and I uh, bubble it in protection and believing that it is bubbled in protection, right? Right. Um, If somebody is anywhere in a store and they feel energy coming at the back of their head, that is a psychic attack from someone behind you. (laughs) So anytime somebody feels energy at the back of their head, I will tell them to use this technique, just like Harry Potter throws on a cloak and goes invisible. Visualize putting on, you know, a jacket, a coat, a cloak, and then putting that hood part up. When you put that hood part, right arm in, left arm in, hood up, that covers the back of the head. That's the back of the third eye. Um, It's why you see a lot of yogis wear turbans or ancient pictures of turbans. Anyone leading a group would wear a turban because they thought that blocked psychic attacks from the front and back of their third eye. I never knew that. Yeah, it's just, and uh, it was incredible when I channeled that. And then I thought, oh my goodness, absolutely covering that third eye. And if you notice, some people will wear hoodies with the hood up and it's not cold outside. You know why? That that makes them feel like they have protection. Yeah, less vulnerable. I'm thinking the back of us too is more vulnerable feeling. It, it can really be, especially the back of the head. Yeah. And so it is very important that um, people be mindful that if you feel any energy there, that, um, you know, you can pop around and look at whomever and they're going to know that that was yeah. happening. But I am, I immediately throw that hood up. I try to cloak myself before going into public places, but occasionally, you know, I'll be in such a high vibration, I won't think about it. And then something will come into my field and I'm like, oh, nope, I'm picking up something from a distance and I'll stop it from there. It's almost like the more you connect to your energy, you can have a security system outside your auric field, even without that bubble. So you feel it on the outskirts encroaching on you. 
Right. That's beautiful. You throw that shield up, nobody's doing anything. Right. Yeah, great. <laughs> and I I love that so much. It is very important that people know that you are protected, you are safe. And why not have any extra protection? We wear a seatbelt, you know, not always is uh, someone going to be coming at your shield. But if you're working with lower vibrations and healing, it's important to shield ourselves, especially practitioners yes, for um, sure. and counselors, because a person's coming to them at a lower vibration. Yeah. So they might have an entity attached to them. They might have spirits that haven't crossed over hovering in their auric field. We don't need to pick up no any hitchhikers. I call those hitchhikers. hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because they are. We can pick them up at at the family holiday party, or you can pick it up at the grocery store, or you can pick it up from from a client. And so it's very mindful that people be aware of their energy, especially after having a session with someone. True. Um, because if they're starting to feel really dense and not good, then um, you know you want to clear your space. I love Polly Santo. Polly Santo is known as Hollywood. That entities do not like that smell. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything that isn't light does not like that smell. That's a good way to to one even cleanse your own aura after hearing something that was pretty harsh on someone. We want the best for all people, which is why we're in the healing uh, holistic industries that we are in. We have really big open hearts to be compassionate, to help people. So we want to balance that compassion and make sure we're not picking up any of their energy, hitchhikers, or lower vibration. And I know you mentioned ascension. Can you share what that means? Yes. Ascension is ascending to higher states of consciousness. So that is going from a lower vibration to higher states of consciousness. So if a person is in their shadow self, which is triggered, angered, upset all the time, they're stagnant. They're in a third dimension frequency. Um, when the frequency of this planet is already at the fifth dimension now, it wasn't a couple years ago and still even there are timelines within. So it's important that someone get themselves out of that third dimension density of pain and trauma into that fifth dimension frequency that this planet is already resonating at. And it's just going to increase. We ended a 26,000 year cycle. And this is what is propelling ascension known as the golden age. With the golden age, high frequency of light are coming in, allowing people to see they need to heal themselves instead of somebody else telling them, what's wrong with you? Do you need a counselor? Or, hey, I'm really depressed. Maybe I, that I need to see someone. It is allowing them to connect to their spirit, whereas in the third dimension frequency, it's harder to connect to one spirit or source. So ascension is really going from the third dimension frequency to the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way up, baby. We're not stopping, <laughs> you know, okay, and if, if people, exactly. And if people look at what emotions register at for their vibration, they will see that pyramid going up in frequency and number. 
So if someone is resonating at anger or shame, they're resonating at like a hundred. You know, they should really be resonating five hundred. 600, you know, joy, peace, enlightenment. It is a choice to align uh, to expanding consciousness, which gives somebody the timeline of ascension. Right now, there are two realities happening. You have people who are really ascending, expanding their consciousness, creating new careers for themselves, um, creating paths that you never thought would happen for them. And then you've got the other reality of the 3D where they're angry, they're upset, they're not ascending, they feel stuck, they're not happy. And they're giving all that, they're disempowering themselves and saying that everything else is the problem. So ascending that vibration. Ascending, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot more to be learned. So I think this this would be a good stepping point for a lot of people to research more on this if you want to learn more, because sounds like it's more involved than what we can do in a podcast. It, it is. And, you know, I could talk for a whole hour and go into the depth <laughs> of that. But I know that, you yeah. know, we're already 40 minutes into this um, interview sure. already. So and I do have a lot of content on Ascension and nice. what that means on my website. So what's the best way for listeners to find, find yeah, more about you? Yeah, you know, um, and um, my Twitter is open to the public. No one uh, needs an account to view that. And that is twitter.com, twitter.com backslash crystalline aura. And that is crystalline with a K. Nice. Um, and also crystalline with a K, lightbody.com is where you will find a lot more information on Ascension. And um, the fact that we have just ended a 26,000-year cycle, we are in between that. Um, if you look at two circles and in the middle, those two circles overlap, that's where a lot of people are right now. They're in between that ascension timeline and the 3D timeline. And people really want to hop into that higher frequency and not scale back disempower or go further into depression or anxiety, you have the power to, to heal yourselves, people, and you have the power to help others heal themselves. Absolutely. And um, it, it's important that we guide people to the fact that they can create a harmony for themselves instead of disharmony. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Holistic Counseling Podcast, Amanda. My pleasure. And listeners, you've reached the end of another episode. As a listener, you have many choices in podcasts. I'm so thankful and grateful you joined me here today. Remember to show your love for the podcast by rating five stars and giving a review wherever you get your podcasts. This is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Till next time, take care. Thank you for listening and supporting the Holistic Counseling Podcast. If you are loving this podcast, please share with your colleagues so we can continue to grow our holistic community. Also, are you ready to take the next step to create an integrative counseling practice? I invite you to sign up for my free nine-part email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor. In this course, you'll explore different holistic strategies, how to develop your skills as a holistic counselor, and how to manifest your dream practice. Go to www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com Scroll down and enter your name and email address today.